you a question. Better. Why wouldn't you just give them a blowjob? <laughs> That's all they want. You just go yeah, down on them. It'll take you 15 minutes. It'll be, it'll be so much more appreciated. I'm, I'm not, I'm not just putting that out there. <laughs> Let me tell you. That's all a guy wants. And by the way, it's okay to do that. Oh, it better yes, be. it's sexist, but it's just I, a, honest to God. That's all he wants. He doesn't, I mean, I, I'm just make your life easy. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to. Save yourself the money. Buy <laughs> yourself oh. the batteries. Don't worry about it. Go down on home. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I will. I will bake the pie and do that because I like both. Oh, that's because you want to do it, but only if you want to do it. Wanting. Needing. Waiting. For you to justify my love. Swish 30. I know it's one of our sponsors. Yes. I love that stuff. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I know some people like are like, oh, why would you promote that? It's something. Do you use it? Yes, I do. And I absolutely <laughs> love it. I don't know the, all the semantics and all the how to, if I'm saying glutathione, right? And all that. I love that stuff. I think yeah. it with my focus, since I'm somebody definitely with ADD and I'm, you know, going back and forth with um, whether or not I should try like a medication or something. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still a, a, a loyal user of it. Do you know that this past week and a half, I did something I kind of shifted a couple things cause I'm kind of doing what you're doing, but like working on the room and the house and, the, uh-huh. and I shifted some of my stuff, which probably explains my skin today, which looks Maybe. like total crap. Doesn't, but I, they have that the stuff I oh the face spray face I I this is awful oh, that I can't remember God. it it's so good it is honestly the best it. because I've been doing different things and I happened to use it because we got the thing and I I did my normal skin routine which is literally not put on makeup and wash my face and like all of a sudden I sprayed the stuff on my face and at some point during the day like the back of my fingers you know like grazed like my right. it's the primus and it was like referring to the primus skin mist primus skin mist oh my god and it's it, great it almost like startled me how soft like i was like oh. i know i and know I, and it's I'm like with it, my face every day so i know what it's felt like before and I'm i start using it on my legs yeah it was amazing i if they i always could, say drink water so you glow and my aunt does that she'll drink like mm-hmm. i don't know she'll drink like 60 ounces of water a day just because she's a water drinker and she has like always has this gorgeous glow and that's, and that's how I feel when I use that stuff I love it like Bridget and I will be like am I glowing yeah and like yeah and but it's because I'll, I'll cheat I'll spray that <laughs> yeah the prima skin is but I do I love this I love this I love this product you know they're sending it to hospitals that's good I mean I, I think it's I think it's great and, uh, and if anybody has any more questions about it I'd be happy to answer it and put you in touch with the right people but yeah same Bush 30 absolutely. is a great product absolutely I was wondering, there, I, it hit me recently that I spend an unusual amount of time. And by that, I mean, like maybe just a few minutes a day. But like the fact that I actually do this is hysterical to me. For a while, I have done this for years. Is there something that you think about? That meme where the woman's like, I bet he's thinking about another woman. And then he's laying in bed. He's like, if, uh, you know, the Patriots win this week, you know, know, type of thing. Okay. So I'm definitely, I'm talking about like from the guy point of view, not from the girl, not the girl overthinking and thinking something that doesn't exist. I'm talking about what the guy is thinking about something he can't control. Okay. Something very, you know, it doesn't have to be funny per se, but not right. serious at all. Is there anything that you think about that you can't control that it's just going to just be there? It's just going to be the way it is, or it's going to happen the way it's going to happen. You can't change it. You can't do anything, but you still kind of think about it. Like the thought enters your head a lot. I mean, when I tell you mine, you're just going to be like, 
what? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell me yours. Oh, you so want can, me to go first? I want you to go first because I want to hear if, if what I'm thinking of is right along the lines of what you had in head. Go ahead. I fear that Ireland won't be cold enough for me. You feel that Ireland won't be cold enough for you? Yes. I, I've, I've said for, I don't know, for how many like decades. Uh, in fact, my co-host on Plastic Looms knows I, uh, back in 2007, I was saying something and I had already had like my mantra of like, like moving to Ireland or at least going to Ireland for like a long stay. Like I didn't want to go on vacation. I never wanted to take a tour. I never wanted to do any of that. I like wanted to just go and like live and just whatever. I've always thought, I've been always fearful that it's actually, because everyone's talks about how cold, oh, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold. I live in the Northeast for a reason. I'm hating the summer and it's pretty mild technically for some of the weather that we've had. I don't like humidity. I lived in the Carolinas. It was hell. I'm afraid that when I go to Ireland, whenever that is, it won't be cold enough for me. And everybody says it's cold. And I, I have it. I watch the weather every day. <laughs> I have the weather on my phone. So like, it's like Amherst, swipe. It's like Galway. <laughs> it's like, and Cork City. I <laughs> like, I have it. I like, I'm measuring. I'm trying to like get to the point where I'm really good with the calculations between Fahrenheit and Celsius. Like, I'm not joking. Like, I need to know that this place is going to be cold enough for me because if I go in the summertime, and it's too hot, I'm going to have a breakdown. Oh my God, that's hysterical. Well, I can tell you that when I see my cousins on Facebook that live in Crookhaven and like they're fishermen, he's a fisherman and he goes out on his boat, like even in the winter, he wears, I mean, and Uncle Finn is built like, he's married to the McCarthy's, but he's built like the McCarthy's like my husband's not the biggest. He's just the tallest. They are, they've got girth and uncle Finn wears the biggest jacket I have ever seen. And he has icicles on his, like he's known for his eyebrows. He has icicles on his eyebrows. So if uncle Finn is cold and he's probably four times the size of you because he's probably, you know, six, four and weighs 300 pounds. I'm telling you if uncle Finn is cold, I can guarantee you you're going to be cold. I'll put you in touch with Una. She'll tell you exactly how cold it is. I have friends there. It's so funny because we'll ask them, okay, so how does today feel? Like, does it feel like, oh, it's, it's, it's a warm day out. Like, what? Like, is the weather, like, is it, is it oppressive? Like, do you feel like you have to like- Over oh, the summer when it's hot? Yeah. I guess you so could always- is, So this is my fear is, is really like summer. It's summertime. Really summertime. So and I, I don't know think it ever really gets so hot there. Does I it ever really get hot? I don't know. I'll ask my in-laws. Yeah. It, there I just are know times. on the cold days, I've seen Uncle Finn and he's been like, yeah. like I remember one time he was saying, he was telling me how, um, I thought this story was so funny. Not funny. It's hindsight. It's funny. His dog was, his dog Reggie goes with him out on the boat every time. And then all of a sudden he noticed Reggie wasn't there. Like he was like, oh my God. And he doesn't have a big boat. He's got like a, you know, 24 foot whale or all of a sudden he just noticed that he was fishing Reggie was gone and he had no idea how long Reggie was gone for so he turned around and he navigated exactly where I was and he found Reggie just swimming back to like an hour later just, at some point Reggie just and he always goes out with him Reggie, Reggie just decided, was like peace I'm, I'm out. out yeah and then he just saw Reggie like trucking back to shore like so who knows maybe he had a hot date I don't know but and that was like eight years ago and Reggie's still trucking alone <laughs> yeah, Reggie was done he was like, I'm, out. I'm sure in the winter time, I'll be okay. I'm sure if, you if would I, be just And fine. now, you know, obviously that would be ideal. I thought you meant like fantasy. Like what's something that you think about? Like, like I always do this thing, which is so stupid. But I, for me, it's like, I always, I have this obsession with wanting to be in a movie so badly. Yes. And uh, like I was talking to Lisa Ann one night, we were watching the, I, th- I think we, I don't know, it was the Academy Awards or the Golden Globes. And we were like going back and forth as we're watching this. And I'm like, when I have my acceptance speech, like I can't wait to thank her. And like, who all, like I practice my acceptance speech all the time, but that's not, I mean, I do that too. 
because I will win an Academy Award someday. You heard it here probably for the 16th time. I but, love the fact that you like, you want to be out there and I'm like, I want to be behind the scenes. I want to be like hidden. I don't want to like- Well, that's not necessarily it's front. It's so like, I don't, I don't want to be on a huge platform like the president where he's talking to herds and herds of people mm-hmm. constantly every day. I don't want to do that. I'm not afraid of public speaking. I've de- definitely done my share of public speaking and I'm, you know, I'm one of those people that doesn't prepare for it. I have to go in off the cuff. Like, you know, certain things where you have to give facts I have, but um, I'm, I, public speaking doesn't bother me in the least, but I really want to be in a movie. And for me, it's always, it's so stupid because I do it when I'm alone outside. And I'm sure people see me doing it. Like, I think I'm alone, but I've, you know, there is such a thing as neighbors. I do this thing where I'm in a hostage situation. What? I have, it's the fun. It's just so stupid. Is this but the like, movie or is this real life? I do it in my driveway, like at night when I'm walking the dog, like I'll like stalk around my car, like Ace Ventura when he's at the party and he jumps over the fence and he's like, then they play like the 007 music or the Mission Impossible music over him. I actually have this soundtrack in my head and like, I'm like, like stalking across the car around the house. I see everybody in the house. I see where Finn is. I see where Mike is. I see who's, and like, I try to get from window to window. Like they have no idea that I'm doing this outside, but I'm sure my neighbor Dorothy is like, what the fuck is this psycho doing? (laughs) I do it all the time. I've done it for years. So yeah, that's me. (laughs) In a nutshell, this is why I'm nuts. Anywho, what's your next question? <laughs> so my my Ireland too hot thing isn't like too crazy sounding now. No, it's not. I'm telling you, I have this okay. warped imagination. I, I swear, I, sometimes I think people think Mike's the warped one, but uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. I know I'm the, I'm the really one who's, don't. I'm nuts. I'm out of my mind. Oh my God. Okay. So that's, uh, that's great. That's I, okay. So I'm not too crazy. I feel like I, I do. I figured you're crazy yeah. just when you stand next to me, right, <laughs> you yeah, exactly. you're crazy isn't showing, <laughs> but I was, I was realizing I was doing this and I, like, I have a whole Celsius thing. I have like a whole thing. Like I have things set up, but it hmm. doesn't take much time a day. I just right. check it. Like it, there's just this, uh, uh, in fact, I even texted a friend of mine who's a boss. He's Boston PD. I met him when he lived in the Carolinas. He's back in um, Boston now. Um, and has family from Ireland. So he's been over. So I texted him not too long ago. I know that you're specifically qualified to answer this question. Is Ireland ever oppressive like North Carolina? Like even on the hottest days, like I need to know, like I I need to know, like you're going to have to tell me or even like the bad days in mass. Like I need to know, like, it's just, ah, that's where I'm at in life. I'm at that point. Um, in life. So did you read the, um, the things I sent you? One was <laughs> this poor guy got dragged, like just dragged like this. I couldn't believe it. I was like reading. I read it. Yeah. Did the delivery thought, guy? Hmm, yeah. So he was like super nice. Do you want to read it? It's pretty short. Ready? Okay. I deliver food for Uber Eats once or twice a week. And last week I delivered food to this cute girl. I wouldn't say there was anything too special to our encounter, but there was definitely more than the average encounter. Hope that makes sense. Anyways, all I know is her first name and where she lives. I know I sound like a serial killer, but I promise I am not. I couldn't find her on any social media site, so I thought maybe I could send her a letter to her house. Obviously, I would want the letter to convey the least amount of creepiness possible. It would basically say, hey, I delivered food for you the other day, thought you were cute. Here's my number. No worries at all if you're not comfortable. This is going to be the last you hear of me. I basically would want to put the ball in her court and leave it there forever unless she were to respond. I'm trying to put myself in her shoes, but I can't fully do that because I don't know what it's like to be a woman. And I'm fully aware of what most women have to deal with on a daily basis that men just don't. That's why a woman's perspective would be greatly appreciated. My fellow men, don't be shy to voice your opinions as well. Should I send her a letter? If yes, how do I make it not creepy? Do you want to go first? The the responses, and I don't know, I don't know if you agree. The responses were um, overwhelmingly. In fact, I did not see one that was pro send her a letter, do anything. They were like, oh my God, you're a stalker. Oh my God, you're the worst person. Like, oh, like the nicest thing that was said was absolutely not. Don't do this. It was good that you asked, but don't do this. No, this is absolutely the worst thing you could ever do. 
and I was kind of overwhelmed by the fact that there was no dissenting opinion in the comments. And I thought, am I, am I, is it just age? Like, and I looked at some of these people, I'm like, this person's older than me. This person's older than me. Like that nobody's bringing up the old school factor, kind of like what we used to do. And I thought the first thing I thought about was these people have never experienced Blockbuster. That's literally <laughs> what I thought of. I thought, you know, we used to go in, we used to get a movie, check out the guy that we were too afraid to talk to, but make sure we went in that lane, you know, but that's whatever. normal. That was normal for then. Everybody did that. That's how it had to be done back then. Yeah. So for me, when I get nostalgic, I'll go to CVS and I will buy a ton of makeup that I don't need and think it's, I'll be like, oh, this is, a, I'm going to get a whole new, you know, fresh look. But once I get home, it goes right in the costume drawer with all the other wet and wild lip glosses and, and eyeshadows. We've evolved every, every, you know, social skills evolve every day. They're different. What's acceptable? What isn't right? And I'm not saying that he shouldn't evolve, but that was the way things were done. Mm -hmm. And it was cringy back then. So for me, like to get a, like if someone sent me, put a letter on my doorstep, I would have cringed. I find it cringy now. I find writing a letter to someone like, hey, here's my, like, I find that cringy anyway. Back in the 80s, in the 20s. Like, I just think it's, that's just cringy to me. So old school or not. I think the best thing for him to do would be on a day when he's not working, knock on the door and, be able, and just introduce himself. Like I, I am so forward that way. But if I got a letter, I'd be looking around like, oh, he's stalking me. He's, you know, knock on the door say to the mom, you know, hi, my name is Jim. You know, is your daughter home? You know, no, she's not. Okay. Can you just let her know that I stopped by and my name is Mark. I'll just reach out another time. I'll, you know, People, and, and make yourself presentable. You are an actual person. Be in the present. Don't do that thing where you're like to write a letter and stalking and stuff like that. Like when you went to Blockbuster, you were in the now. You were the you were actually physically in the store looking at the person mm-hmm. with the possibility of making contact and introducing yourself. Oh, yeah. Imagine yeah. if you left a note on there, I've been watching you from outside the window. Like that's that's there's something wrong with that. <laughs> no, and I, I definitely thought like he was very much aware. So when you were reading it, I'm glad you touched on everything that he said. It was like, I want, you know, I, I just know that it was, he's like, I met this girl. It was quick. I can't really say what really happened exactly because it was just a feeling like there's just those feelings. You meet someone and you're like, hi. And they're like, hi. And you're like, here's your food and now I have to leave because I'm a delivery guy, but oh my God, you know, like what was he supposed to say? Like, I'm madly in love with you. Like, can I have your number? Like that just sounds like a line. So then what can somebody do in today's society? What can somebody do? And the thing I thought about was all of these people saying, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All of these people, I bet you anything they've used social media to look somebody up, and they'll say, oh, no, but that was that was for me to look somebody up just to make sure I was okay. But probably right. those people probably look someone up to, like, check them out, do things. They, they do. So now you have this, this, like, ability to know more about somebody just because you've gotten their name. Oh, but I so do it all the time. I do it with my kids' friends. I always, you have to do that. You have to see who their parents are. If there's, see, the way society is set up today is for voyeurism. Like everybody is a voyeur. Everybody is a voyeur. There's, I mean, you can't go on YouTube and not consider yourself a voyeur. I mean, that's all we do. We all stalk each other. That's, it's just acceptable. I mean, if you did that in the 80s, it was, you were, you were a psychopath. Like, look at, look, I mean, just look at all like the, Golden State Killer. He would look in people's windows. He would, I mean, that's what, so what's how, socially acceptable now is what was considered so a what do you, serial killer. So what do you do now? What, what I would knock on the door. Do? I would walk would right up to the, the front door. door. You have to. And that was also put in, like there was people like, do not go. Don't, or you sent a DM. Don't you do find, it. you know. They, they, I guess the guy couldn't find her. He was like, I did look, I knew her name. Like, you know, the name comes up. That's not stalkerish. That's like, that's having some right. information. That's, that's going just, in the yellow pages. Yeah. yeah exactly. The equivalent of getting the yellow pages out and letting mm-hmm. his fingers to the walk-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel, I felt bad because this guy is just like, I can't, I, I don't know what to do. Like, what do you do when you see someone, you know how to, you know, in a sense, how to reach them. 
See, but I write away know the be... creepy factor and think he's lying. Is that terrible? I shouldn't do that, but I write away doubt. Well, I'm like, I wanted to use it as just a, like, even if he wasn't being a creep, because he he really did cover all of me. Like, I'm not trying, I really want to put myself in her position. I want to think about it. I want to do this. I want to do that. He was very aware. So I just, I'm, I'm using these. And you know what? I know half of these are like, like, I know half of these like have to be made up or whatever. Truth is stranger than fiction also, I feel like. So even if somebody made something up, I feel like on these, like, ask me, um, am I the asshole or relationship advice posts? Even if something is uh, totally made up from somebody who's just trying to get Reddit, whatever, or make Twitter, because that's how I see it. Mm -hmm. You know that there's something out there. There's times where I've seen something and I'm like, wow, that is literally something that just happened, you know, three months ago and, you know, three, you know, three streets down or something. It happens like people make up things, but it's literally something that actually does happen too. Mm -hmm. So I just thought, what would we tell somebody? Like my kids are of dating age. Your kids will be of dating age. My kids are not allowed to date ever. I know. I've, I've told them. They're, yeah. they're okay. But what happens if Mick don't know any job and he's delivering, he's <laughs> delivering Chinese food like his dad. <laughs> like his dad, oh my God. And he says, mom, I've I'm delivered this girl. 200 houses. I delivered a lot to the same house. So I've delivered to 200 totally different addresses. And tonight a girl opened the door and it was like light, angel wings, halo, everything, right. like everything over her. Like I'm, and she, and you could tell like they were they were both like she looked at him, he looked at her, all of this stuff. What does he do? Is I he say just, to him, go talk to her. Does, but even in the comment section, they were like, absolutely not. Do not go to her door when you're off. Do not send her a letter. Forget she exists. I mean, they were just like delete this right. memory from your. When brain. I saw my husband for the first time, I saw him before he ever saw me. I was going down to visit my dad. And I walked onto the trading floor and I was walking, I said, hello to the guys in his booth. And I was walking out to his post and I stopped in my tracks in the middle of the floor. And I saw my dad's post, like, cause they were kind of like on a raised platform. I saw my dad and then I saw the guy next to him. And I'm like, and I remember thinking to myself, like, it was like you said, like, you know, arrows, arrow right into my ass. And I was like, I just stood there. I just, honest to God, I just stood there staring at this like the most handsome person I've ever seen in my life. I didn't even notice my dad left. I must have, so I must have been there for like about a minute. And my Which dad is a walked long over. Time to just in a place yeah, like I, that, that I, everyone's moving, moving. Everybody's <laughs> moving. I just I just was like, and, and I must have been standing there trying to figure out who is that. Like, oh my god! Like, and I remember thinking to myself, like, I gotta go over and I gotta, like, oh my god! I gotta I gotta say hello. Like, I, you know, how do I look? I'm fixing my teeth. I'm doing this. My dad walked over and he goes. You look like a fucking idiot. Keep walking. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like I totally got caught checking someone out. Like, and that was, I, that was, you know, 1993. Yeah. And I, I totally got caught checking someone out. And that's exactly what my dad said to me. I was like, oh my God. And then I had to walk over and, uh, you know, uh, who, uh, I had to do one of those and that's okay. I didn't start dating him for four years till four years later. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I would say just like, I mean, I wouldn't be, I would try and be a lot more eloquent than my dad was. Like, I wouldn't say to Mick, if he came home and said that, fuck you looking at move, you know, (laughs) but I would say to him, we'll go talk to her, find a reason to ride your bike up and down that block until she comes out. If she doesn't come out, if you're not going to knock on her door and say, Hey, I was just wondering if Joanne was home. She's not, okay, no, I'll just check back later. Just let her know that Mick was looking for her, you know? The thing is, I think, and this has been said before, I think it depends on who does something. I think the same exact action can be um, experienced. And if you like the guy, it's sweet. If you're not interested, he's a creep. But what if he see? What if you he know? rides his bike up and sees her making out with another girl? Oh, so, you okay. know what? I just yep. saved myself exactly. embarrassment. Like, you hear about <laughs> like, stories like, well, and you know, old stories, you know. He bought flowers and he walked up and down her street until she came home from school or until she left her house or whatever. And he says, I saw you the other day. I thought you were the most 
beautiful girl, and I just wanted to give you these. If she felt the same way about him, it'd be a love story. If or she, she would recognize him and be like, be hey, like, didn't you deliver food to my house the other day? I, you know what I did? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is you don't write a letter. Either, that's fucking cringy. I'm sorry. I don't like that at all. That's like, hey, I wrote you a song. No, <laughs> no, I hear you. No, I hear you. But I felt like they didn't. Nobody gave him an option. Like there were no options for this guy. The, the, the thing was because what not, he wants like, to do is fucking just, creepy. <laughs> like you just I, <laughs> I know I'm it, terrible. at the same time, like whatever. OK, so the other one was um, the mother versus wife. Thing, oh yeah, laughing at the divorce. Uh, okay, you you want to read that one, or you want me to read I, that one? If you want to read it, that's that's fine. Because I just am I the asshole for laughing at my son's divorce? I have two adult children who were immensely loved, but I've always believed that the marriage comes first. I love my husband more than anyone in the world, and I made sure to prioritize our marriage and not be one of those moms. My oldest son is twenty five and just filed for divorce after four years of marriage. I really disliked my daughter-in-law for personal reasons, but I also didn't like the way she treated my son. They have a beautiful three-year-old son, but she began to completely ignore my son when my grandson was born. She prided herself on being a working mom, but couldn't juggle all three, and my poor son was neglected. Typically, I would have more sympathy, but she made a lot of derogatory comments about my parenting and my marriage. She said she doesn't know how my husband and I could travel without the kids when they were young or two weeks a year when they were with their grandmother. She was insulting about the fact I baby my husband and he is a man child. And she embarrassed me at her bridal shower when she asked me for a piece of marriage advice and then told me it was bad advice and I'm just too old fashioned. Well, obviously this didn't work out well too well for her. I was ecstatic when my son said they were divorcing. She also used her son as a pawn and she was always giving me conditions and acting like she was doing me a favor. I'm kind of enjoying the fact that she wanted me to have limited time with the kid. And now I have him for a week at a time. My son is living with us, but I've tried very hard to bite my tongue. She came over the other day to pick up her son and my son had left. He always leaves and makes the deal with her, but that's a separate issue. She started talking about how weird it feels that they are divorcing and that she can't believe it's real. And I very nicely asked her if she still thinks my advice was bad. She burst into tears and left. And now I feel like an asshole. She texted my son that I'm a bitch and she should be mad at me. And he should be mad at me for laughing at his divorce. Do you want to go first or do you want me no, to? No, I, I don't want to because clearly I was, I wasn't pro letter, but I guess I was pro creep last time. So. <laughs> I don't want to go first. So I think the mom is right. Okay. I think the mom yes. is totally right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So naturally, as far as parents go, their children come first. Ch parents just have their kids come first. When they're asleep, cozy in bed, and they hear the kid crying, they're not like, fuck him, I'm sleeping. They get up. Who's getting up? Are you getting up? I'm getting up. I got up last night, you get up tonight. Or they both get up, right? But daddy always gets the piece of chicken, and mommy always gets to choose her, make her dinner plate first, right? Unless we're just making ends meet. And if we're just making ends meet, then the kids eat until they're full and he and I are splitting a potato. I mean, that's just the way it is. It's not that the kids don't matter. It's that if we're thriving and we're doing well, parents come first because that's etiquette. That's, that's the way things go. It's proper. It's not so much that the kids have to take a back seat. It's that the kids have to respect a united front and they're, and before either parent addresses the kids, the parents address each other first and then their focus turns to the kids. That's, that's just good parenting. That's just, in my opinion, empowering your kids only encourages them to be parasites and i don't know their situation but the kid's 25 he's still living with his parents i'm sorry if if you're out of college and you're old enough to be married then get the fuck out you don't live at home you just don't that's just my opinion unless there's a situation that's an extenuating circumstance mm -hmm. i'm not saying that's for everybody but the natural progression is when you come back from college you live at home for no more than a year but you get you certainly don't live at home if you have a family like give me a fucking break anyway i think he um Moved back in after, so it doesn't I think matter if you're an adult. Oh, I hear you. I just like I think you just, he has. You know. I think they have a house or they have a place, and then for the time being, he's. If you have a job, right? Yeah, be, no, I hear be you. an adult and be an adult. They need to be taught how to understand and demand the same courtesy and respect from their children. And it's just my opinion, but how you raise good, decent, admirable decision-making adults who know how to interact in society and contribute is what you should be doing. 
And you don't want your kids to just be takers. So you have to teach them certain things. And part of that is how to be a good parent and how to be an adult. I came into this world. My husband came into this world. We created a world together and he and I do things as one and we don't always agree. Believe me, yesterday we had a huge fight over pancakes. I mean, it was world war three. There were fucking many pancakes. I made two batches and he's saying, how can, how are the boys going to eat 20 little pancakes? One package is fine. I'm like, are you kidding? They're both almost your size. Huh? Anyway, <laughs> it was world war three over pancakes. So we don't always agree, mm-hmm. but then, you know, we come full circle and then we just get over it or whatever. But my point is, is that he and I are on another level as our kids. We're not on the same level as our kids. And I don't ever want to treat him like a kid. I don't ever want to treat him like one of my children. He is my partner. He is, we are on the same playing field and kids have to understand that. And if you start putting the kids before them, there's like a, there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect. There's a breakdown in the family and you can't have that. And for these people to sit there and make their kids first, like the three-year-old matters over her opinion, it doesn't work. It never works. And what you end up doing is you enable these kids to become douchebags as adults. They become parasites and that's not how they can function in society. You can't have you can't put into the world takers. You just can't. You have to. Yes, it's a give and take world. You put in something and you get something from it. And when you go home, that's how you run your castle. But if you just keep enabling little kids to think that they can do whatever they want and walk over and there's they don't have a place in the hierarchy of the family, then then you just raise parasites. Yeah, so there's a couple unknowns with this, and I definitely think that the that she has her basic advice and obviously she wrote it so there might be little things that she left off that would have been like oh well so okay so you're a little bit of a bitch or or whatever but she does show a little bit of a sight saying the kid is living with her he's 25 he's been married he lives with her like so she does it she the mom could also just be a little bit of a bitch too, because it's, it's more like, it could be a do as I say, not as I do situation. Right. And I don't, you know, I understand that the, the, the mother, the, the, the grandmother, the, the, the original poster, like the person writing this is, is the older woman with the marriage and the 25 year old son who's moved home and obviously now has the grandson for a week at a time because the dad is getting, his kid for a week at a time. So that's the whole situation. Uh, Comment section again, dragged this, this woman and said that her saying that her marriage came first was wrong. That um, even though she said she absolutely loved her kids and they were adored, but she said, you know, her marriage came first. I agree with you with that because your marriage is forever. When you start, when you realize that you're, allowing your kids to pick over your husband or your wife, whoever. The other hey, don't you person. also, but if you say forever, but isn't it also another adult? That's, that's why I'm saying Like you, like you, you and Lar- when your kids are gone and living their own lives, if you guys have been divisive to each other, because when one kid comes to you and they've always learned this, I want to do this. Oh, well, daddy had these plans, but I don't want to do that. Then you go, okay. Mike, we're not doing this because one of the kids decided all of a sudden that they wanted something totally different. So screw your plans and everything you've done. We're going to go by a little Jimmy here because we want right. Jimmy to be happy. And that's what I'm talking about. Like those people who do the, I'm everything is for Jimmy. Jimmy says he wants pizza tonight. I don't care that you've been uh, working for two hours on a meal worst. or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. Jimmy wants pizza. So you can do whatever you want with that meal, but we're not doing that because Jimmy's going to Jimmy be a says, parasite. Right. Jimmy's going to live at that's home when I mean. he's 25 with his well, family. Of course, that's the thing. She, this woman put her, you know, put her marriage first, although she said she absolutely adored her kids, but and she still has a 25 year old. I don't know the circumstances of why he's, he's there. I, other than the fact that he's, a divorce so I don't know if it's just for like the next um you know few months it's just a, a whatever thing but I don't know I do find it strange when people say I put my kids first like you said it's not that you're sitting there in bed 
having a conversation and the fact that the kid is crying in the middle of the night and needs a bottle or a diaper change or something, or they fell out of bed, um, that you're going to be like, oh no, my husband's telling me a funny story about work. I'm going to let him continue telling this story. And my kid who might have a broken arm because they fell out of bed, right. is just going to cry. That's no, not awesome. what they're saying, but this, right. is, this is society. Like this is, this is the strangest thing. People, that's what people like made this woman out to be like, oh, you're so horrible because you didn't put your kid first as if she was, instead of saying, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, that sound, I heard a thud. Uh, let me go make sure he's okay. Yeah, like I'll be saying, Mike, like, hold on. Did you hear that? I'll be right back. I mean, and then I'll come and I make sure I come back. But if Mike is talking and the kid comes in and he says, mom, mom, I say, are you, are you, you hear daddy speaking? You wait till he's finished. Sit down. Unless, unless you're bleeding, you can wait. You'd be just, you'd be respectful. If someone's talking, you don't interrupt. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand the whole, like, how dare she, how dare this woman, like the, the girl that was at her wedding shower, you know, she asked for advice that it was old fashioned, all of this stuff. The, the girl that's getting a divorce got um, bent out of shape when she found out that the, these parents would go you know, on some sort of like personal vacation when the kids were at their grandparents' house. So, so what, so is it, would it have been okay if, the, if her husband, her, her, that she's now divorcing, went to his grandparents' house, but his parents didn't go anywhere and worked? Would it have been okay for his, like, what was, what does this woman want? What does she expect? Like, she was so, she's like very, she thought it was so strange that the parents take a, take a break. And like, the kids are having a great time because they're going to the grandparents' house. They're having fun. Why can't the parents take that time and have a vacation? Just the two of them. It's real. It's good. It's a very common mindset. It's a very common mindset now. And it's like, we always, we would always take our three kids and we would split them up. Two would go with my mom and one would go with his parents. Two would go with his parents. One would go with my mom. We would always alternate. And we always found a way to sneak away for a week. We would leave real early, like really early on a Friday morning. Like we would leave at like 4am and we would come back either Saturday night or early Sunday morning. And so the kids would go to school or they would wake up or the, if they were small they, and they would play, they would be excited that they were going to Nana's and Papa's house or grandma's house. Like they knew they had, they had it. And we made it out to be, you guys are going to, ha- you know, how would you like to spend and have a sleepover at grand? Like, and they would be having a vacation. They would be going yes. and doing something. And, um, it was, it was work organizing that. Like, it wasn't like, it, it wasn't, I mean, I would be stressful because I'm stressed because I'm leaving my babies. Like those were my, but the feeling that I got to have of my husband and I getting on a plane and be like, Oh my God, we have no kids. Like, it's like, it just us. And we yes. would be able to sit in a movie, sleep in a hotel for hours, eat whatever we wanted, drink and, and curse all we wanted and just be adults. It'd be my, and I could be Annie, he could be Mike and we could just be absolutely inappropriate with each other and just, just be ourselves. And then when we came back, we were mommy and daddy again. And what, what our kids got were two happy parents that weren't feeling stressed that had a break and are happy versus, you know, like I see, I I remember my, my husband went to a party once a birthday for a kid's birthday party. He got there with my kids. I didn't go. I was sick. And he's like, the mom isn't here with the kid. I'm like, what? Well, we got here a little bit late because I got lost and they left before the cake came out. I'm like, where'd they go? They, it, they, the kid is on a strict sleeping nap schedule and the mother co-naps with him. I'm like, what? The mother co-naps with the kid. Whenever the kid goes down for a nap, the mother takes the nap with him. Like she doesn't put him down for a nap. She goes down and has to sleep next to him. The kid is never allowed to go to sleep. So I'm like, so when the kid goes to bed at seven, she goes to bed at seven with him. He's like, yep. I'm like, uh, like you, these people, they take parenting to another level. Like the ones who let their kids sleep with them and they, they, they won't, you know, they have to lay next to the kid. If the kid gets up and doesn't see them, the kid freaks out. So they lay back in bed with them. Like, are you kidding me? Who's like that? I was never that. I don't, I don't believe in that either. There's a, there's a place for everything and children have a place in a home. Parents are adults, children are not. Children are told what to do. They don't tell what to do. 
That's just not You can love and nurture your child. They can be completely safe and actually go into their room, into their bed at night. And you can You're tuck them in people and you can read a, a book and you can do all that. But you are not a bad mother if you say, okay, at the end of this book, no, you're actually doing the kid. You're actually raising right. the kid to be a functional yeah. member of society. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's you. If you breed a kid to be so dependent on you being there, that's not healthy. No, you're, you're raising parasites. They are yeah. going to live off of somebody and never know, and probably you forever. And then you know what's going to happen? You're going to turn seventy, and you're still going to have a 35, 40 year old kid in his in your basement living with you with their family, and they're never going to know how to live without you. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be raising tribe leaders. Like go out and build your own tribe. Make this world a better place. You, you, you know, birds aren't meant to live in the nest forever. Like it's, they're debilitating people. It's not right. It's not yeah, right. It's I, not I the found, way it should be. I found the, the, the younger, the divorcing daughter-in-law to be the things that she said. And of course, I, we only know one side of the story. Right, Exactly. But the things that she said, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, like, I I don't think. Thank you. I just got breakfast served to me. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. Oh, what? No, I'm not hot. Are you hot in here? Sorry. I just got delivered my breakfast and my tea and he told me it was too hot in here. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Today is our Easter Sunday. We're doing our Easter Sunday. So I have to be at my mom's house at one. I have to hard boil three dozen eggs so they can decorate them. Quarantine happened right at Easter. Right. So we weren't able to have our Easter Sunday. So today I have to hard boil three dozen eggs, bring over those egg making kit and the kids are going to decorate eggs and we're going to have Easter Sunday today at my mom's. So I have to be there at one. Because my kids didn't get is, to have their Easter. Like, is your sister doing this too? Like it's We're going whole, to my mom's. Okay, good. Okay. So it's like a whole Everybody's big, getting, okay. all the kids are getting dressed up in there, you know. Do you have like Easter outfits? Like chocolate bunnies? No. Okay. No, I'm just making the eggs. I mean, I'm I was like, sure did my you mom. like, did you like buy all the stuff and then just keep it in no, the box? No, no. Okay. I mean, Bridget and I were going to go, we're going to run over to the pharmacy and get like, you know, one thing for each, you know, put a little bow on it, but you know, okay. They'll all get gift cards for Dunkin' Donuts or something. (laughs) Get my mom a plant, but they'll be decorating their (laughs) eggs and doing all that. Yeah. I was saying something and now I like, I know what the topic, but I don't remember the exact point. Oh, I know this. I've been seeing, I've been purposely single for a very long time. If I get into a relationship with someone, everybody around me, even my kids, my boys were talking about this the other day, they're going to be like, this actually means something like even if we don't get it at first or we don't drive with the guy at first or whatever, they're right. going to know if she's doing this because I've been, I don't, right. date, I don't single all of that. Then this, there must be something. And if we don't get it after a certain amount of time and we think something, then we're going to have to tell her like they, they either know, like we're either going to come around if we don't get it right away. We'll probably, they'll probably get, whoever, you know, whatever, I know, but they'll either, if they don't, they'll either give me the respect of thinking, okay, something about this person, because she's clearly not just going after anyone, or if there is something after we've given our time, we respect her enough to be like, this ain't, this is not it, like, this is dangerous, we love you, do not do this, but they're going to give me, like, that amount of space. If I'm with somebody, though, I can't imagine not wanting to do something for them. I know I don't have to make dinner. Like, I don't have to do that. Like, I know that I don't have to be little homemaker Susie. I understand that. But there's times where, like, if you know somebody loves something, blueberry pie, I feel whatever it is. I mean, it could be somebody who's, like, really into gaming and you did something nice for their, their gaming stuff or you got them something whatever you did something it doesn't have to be homemaker-ish I say pie because it seems like the ultimate you know like Susie homemaker type thing to do but if you know that's what somebody likes and you make it and they come home and you see their appreciation and they do the same thing for you for whatever it is that you like that why wouldn't you want to live with that 
whatever that is on whatever scale that is. Question. Why wouldn't you just give them a blowjob? That's all they want. You just yeah, I don't know. It'll take you 15 minutes. It'll be, it'll be so much more appreciated. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not just putting that out there. <laughs> Let me tell you. That's all a guy wants. And by the way, it's okay to do that. Oh, it better yes, be. it's sexist, but it's just I, be- honest to God. That's all he wants. He doesn't I mean, I, just, make your life easy. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to. Maybe stop the money. Maybe <laughs> stop the batteries. Don't worry about it. Go down on him. He'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I will. I will bake the pie and do that because I like both. Well, that's because you want to do it, but only yeah. if you want to do it. Um, but you know what the operative word you said there was? Respect. Yes. Like your kids, would do, your, kids would, right. your kids would be okay because they respect you. Yeah. And it's, they would speak to you about it and, and it would in a respectable way. And by you saying those two things is, is what the daughter-in-law was missing. Yeah. So it doesn't have to do, it doesn't have to do with being a homemaker. It doesn't have to do with being like, you know, clean the house or doing this or that. It's whatever it is that you guys are into. Whatever it is, like you do mm-hmm. something for them because you know that's going to mean something for them. And right. And if that person's not appreciative, maybe that's not your person. Like that's just right. you really do need to find somebody who who know, mm-hmm. you know, that you know that doing something small, it's the little stuff. I know right. You said something interesting. Reason. You said about cleaning the house and this and that. I <laughs> was mm. reading last night that the girl that Kanye West has chosen to be his vice president, she had said somewhere that. Mental health can be um, something. I'm, I'm, I'm surmi- I'm paraphrasing. I'm not saying it exactly verbatim to what she said because I, I'm just terrible at doing that. But her, the point of her statement was that doing housework, getting up every day and making your bed, cleaning your room, cleaning the kitchen, cleaning your bathroom, and organizing first thing in the morning every day promotes a healthy mental health. And she got blasted for it. And I, and I think that she's 100% correct. Man or woman. It's not just a woman's job to do it's that. It's like when Lisa Ann says, shave your legs. She's like, even yes. if you're single, shave your legs just because it feels better. One, I mean, it's the exact <laughs> same thing. Like, and, it's, and, to, and for them to just say that it's, you know, people are going after like, oh, how dare she say that women should do that. I don't think she meant women. In general, people who get up and, and groom and take care of themselves and get their area taken care of yes. feel better. It's better to come home at night to your space, your, you could be a man, you could be a woman, you could be an it, you could be a, a thing, you could be any, any, anything, whatever you choose to identify as, but be a human being who keeps their shit tight and you will feel better mentally. I agree with 100%. Thank you for listening to the Woman Pod. Follow us on Twitter at, at Woman Pod at W-H-O-A-M-A-N-P-O-D and on Instagram at Woman Pod. I'm Annie, also known as St. Anne. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Anne McCarthy and on Instagram at St. underscore Anne 100. And I'm O'Malley. You can find me on Twitter at O'Malley underscore underscore and on Instagram at O'Malley underscore MC. That's it. So, all right. Have a wonderful day. I love you yes. dearly. Love you. Have a great time. I hope the Easter Thank Bonner you. finds you. I hope it finds me. I'm going to sneak <laughs> off into the woods with the Easter Bunny. <laughs> oh, no. Is that allowed? Are you <laughs> going to leave my kids with my mother? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, All, right. All right. I hope it's not too hot for you today. Stay cool. I know. <laughs> right. Okay, Good luck. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. bye.
machen. 